Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Mike Max, Pete Nigerian, talking sports and much more. We welcome into the conversation the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, Glenn Taylor. And... Uh, yeah, Pete. I got to tell you, last night I was out there. It, 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 Glenn, you, you sold too soon, man. Th- th- this is this is looks like it's going to be fun. I don't know how long. You know, I know it's uh, Houston and New Orleans are the teams that you played, but uh, last night when players are having fun, when Anthony Edwards is entertaining the crowd, uh, there's a vibe that picks up at Target Center. And I, I saw you in the, uh, sitting in the front row with Becky there, and you could feel it too. And I know it's only two games, small sample size, but it felt like a lot of fun at Target Center again last night, didn't it? It really was. Uh, you you saw the the smiles on the players, the enthusiasm, and went right into the crowd. And I think the crowd reinforced it. Pete, you know, Glenn, I'm I'm, I'm curious. Uh, how how is the first couple of days? How are the crowds looking in terms of actual numbers? Uh, because we were just discussing how it was difficult for for some of the other sports, especially with the Golden Gophers, trying to get some fans in the stands. Uh, how does it look for the NBA this year? How does it look for the Timberwolves? Well, I think there's two parts of it. We're pleased with the fans that have returned under the conditions that we have, wearing masks and etc. On that, but uh, on the other hand. Uh, our goal is to play well and get people, more people in there and fill, fill her up. But, uh, and that might take a little while because I think uh, people are uh, – two games is, is a good start, but uh, let's see what we do over the first 10 games. You know, Glenn, uh, Alex Rodriguez was there last night. Mark Laurie, uh, Alex is throwing things to the fans, T-shirts and whatnot. And uh, obviously they're, they're the future owners of the Timberwolves, but there's a transition period now. W- what is their role going to be here, like like this year? How, how do they work with you? How, how does this go uh, in the immediate? What I'm trying to do is get them involved as much as I can. In other words, you know, I'm still in a position to make the final decision, but I'm having everything brought to them from the staff, show them the budget, have them work in how we put the budget together, uh, have them, uh, the basketball people, uh, talk to them when they uh, share things with me. So I'm trying to get them involved as much as I can so that they get a good feeling of the staff, the players, and where we're going. And uh, and I'm open to listening to them. I think they're bright guys and uh more information get and and their enthusiasm i think is helpful 
And, Glenn, i got to ask you, just because it's topical and it's something everybody always wants to know, you want to keep the Timberwolves in Minnesota. Uh, what do you think that these two gentlemen, because they've got opinions on everything as well, is this something that, as fans, we have to worry about, do you think? I know, I know what you think as far as wanting to keep the team here, but uh, do they have eyes on maybe trying to shift things around and, and move this team somewhere else maybe in the future? No, they don't, and, and it has as much to do with the, the NBA. You know, one of the things that uh, the NBA has says is that we're keeping the team here in Minnesota, and the NBA owners have the ultimate uh, decision-making, not the, not the individual owners. You, you know, Glenn, one of the things that I sense, though, from Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez at the opening press conference and talking to you and them uh, is – and I don't know how they go about doing this, but they've got some vision for, for, for the in arena and what can be done uh, to enhance fan experience and to make it more, I don't know if you call it Wi-Fi ready, uh, into the future, but they, they've got some real thoughts about that, don't they, about, about what the arena can look and feel like in the future. They sure do, and I think this is really good for for the, the team and for the franchise. I mean, these, these are younger guys than myself. Uh, quite a bit younger than myself and they have come up in another generation and have ideas and stuff that uh, I think will help us in the future. So I encourage them to uh, learn more about it and to uh, have input. And as we move ahead and we have to work with the city on some of these changes, you know, I'm going to encourage these people to help us lead the way. Glenn, on a, on, a, on a different note, you being a, a, a gentleman who's got a lot of employees, I'm just curious from a financial perspective, what are you seeing in terms of the labor shortage that we hear so much about? People are talking about uh, supply and, and, you know, the supply chains and all the rest of it. But how about labor? You've got a lot of employees, and I'm just curious, how are things from your perspective right now with Taylor Corporation? I would just say in all of our businesses, we could use more people. Uh, we are shorter people. We... Uh, have orders that are getting delayed out to our customers only because uh, we don't have someone to uh, help get the orders out. And, and our people are just great. I mean, they're working overtime. They're doing everything. They're working weekends. They're doing everything they can possibly do. But the shortage is real on people, and we've just uh, and we're doing everything we can to try to encourage people to uh, join us and and uh, you know get the orders out. But as I talk to other People in businesses, I hear the same thing no matter what industry it is. How do we fix that, though, Glenn? All these people sitting on the sidelines that, that aren't working, uh, I mean, does the floor have to come up in terms of hourly wage? As you guys brainstorm it, what do you, what do you come up with? Well, I would say we have already, you know, raised our wages uh, considerably. And, and uh, yes, it's helped some, but uh, we just have to get people – that want to get back to, to work. I mean, I think there's been just some changes in our in our society. I mean, I think there's more moms that are staying home with their children because now they they found out that that is their preference. And and uh, I think there's people that have found out that there's other ways to get money from government programs that are helpful that can delay their return to the workforce. So just uh we're going to have to be patient and uh keep working on this 
Hey, Glenn, uh, one other question. I heard somebody make this comparison the other day, back to basketball, and they were talking about Anthony Edwards, and, and I actually heard some people comparing him to Kobe Bryant. Do you see some of those same kind of similarities as far as his ability to just shoot and take over a, a basketball game? I do. I do. I think him and Dwayne Wade would be another person that, uh, that uh, has some of the same characteristics. But he's competent, just like Kobe was. He's young, just like Kobe was. And, uh, you know, at that age, it's, uh, you know, special. And then that smile, that cocky little smile that he has, <laughs> is uh, I think everybody just loves it. So uh, uh, he's quite a young man. Yeah, he looks like he's having fun. And, and that, yep. tra- you know, when he shot a three last night, he turns to the front row and puts three fingers up. Not not in a in in your face kind of a way, but it, it engaged the fans kind of a thing. Now, now you got Chris Finch as your coach. You've gotten to know him a little bit, and 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 you take great pride in getting to know your head coach as well. What do you see from him? Well, I see he's calm. He, he, even when uh, you know gets a little desperate for the owner out there, I see <laughs> that he's still he's still calm when he's talking to the player. I like his uh, the way that he. Uh, you know, I'm listening to him as he talks to the players. I like the way that he presents the situation. I like the way he challenges them. I mean, he certainly challenges them. Uh, the other thing that I find really interesting is that he's playing 11 or 12 players, you know, and he gets them out on the floor. Most coaches, you know, are down to nine or eight. But he's still, uh, in these two uh, games that we've had, has really used the bench in different situations to, uh, you know, get some comebacks when we need them. Glenn, I got a real quick one for you that uh, everybody talks about these days in the financial world, and and, uh, certainly we focus on it at CNBC and everywhere else, but uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, is this something (laughs) that that Glenn Taylor is willing to put his arms around, or is it something that you're looking at and say, you know what, I'll take a pass? Uh, I'll take the pass. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this with the, this segment with a question for each of you. Glenn, you go first. Mm-hmm. Pete, you go second. You're both mm-hmm. in, heavily involved in in trying to understand the marketplace and, and what's next. Where's the cheese move to? Be there before the cheese gets there. Glenn, you tell me first. If you were sitting on the sidelines uh, with money and and you were looking at the next thing to invest in, whether it be land, stocks. Uh, real estate, uh, buildings, whatever it is, what would you be looking at right now? And then the same question for you, Pete, uh, after Glenn's answer. Mm-hmm. No, I can tell you what I am doing. Number one is technology. There's just no question that there's technology out there and we've got to move a lot faster. That technology will uh, allow us to use less labor uh, to get things done faster and better. So that's my number one thing that I and I am investing in that and I'm saying a lot of money Pete I, I would say that there's there's two areas that I'm, I'm looking at one of them is in the crypto world I'm, I'm starting to finally embrace it a little bit but I totally understand Glenn why you're not <laughs> it is a very complex and, and, and confusing and a lot of people believe in it and a lot of people don't so the, 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 I, I get that the other thing is the electronic vehicle market is just an interesting area to ah. me, and I think if you dig a little bit deeper into that, Maxie, yep. uh, copper, the demand for copper because of all of the different uh, reasons why it goes into and is, is a part of that entire space from the batteries to the charging units, all these different things, I think that's an area that uh, that a lot of people haven't, they've looked past that, and I think that's uh, that's something that will be a monstrous demand as we get into the future of electronic vehicles. Interesting stuff for both of you. Hey, Glenn, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We'll see you over at the Target Center tomorrow night. Thank you.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.